Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, and uh, that's where I give you news and views from a West Texan's biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, I hope you're doing wonderful this Saturday afternoon. It has been an absolutely spectacular, gorgeous day here um, in the state of Texas, in the Texas Panhandle. We are very thankful for that. Um, it's been wonderful. It's been a very good uh, blessing today. Uh, I wanted to let you guys know that I hold in my hand a copy <laughs> of the second edition to After the Rapture, What Comes Next. And uh, it's quite a bit more extensive uh, than my first um, edition and so I added quite a bit and I uh, revised it and you know took out some other stuff that wasn't pertinent and um, fixed one of the scriptures um, I had second Corinthians uh, chapter 15 in there I noticed it should have been first Corinthians um, uh, chapter 15 uh, verses 51 and so on so anyway I did some revisions did some adding to it and reworded some stuff and just kind of gave it um, a little bit more time when I originally wrote that book, uh, it was during COVID. It was uh, 2020. I had COVID <laughs> when I wrote that book. And so my main uh, objective at that point in time was to get um, get that information out as soon as possible. And so that was the entire reason why I did it so short, so fast that time. And it had some errors in it. But um, I do apologize. That was my very first book that I ever wrote. And so... Um, that was published so I was very uh very thankful for that and I'm very thankful for the second edition and I did a lot of prayer uh on this and you know uh just just did a lot of contemplation you know <laughs> that's a that a Texas word contemplation <laughs> she been contemplating um anyway so I did uh, I, I pray that it will bless somebody I pray that uh you know if it ever happens well, when the rapture happens that if there's anybody ever left behind um, that they may find uh, this copy of this book or they may get a hand get their hands on it and so anyway it's very short and sweet um, was well, a few hundred well, it's about a hundred and some odd pages um, it's a little bigger a little thicker than the one before but I've you know like I said I've added some more things and I changed the scripture from the King James version to the NASB uh, I have some NASB in there I have some new King James um, version in there so I kind of uh, switched that up and took out a lot of the KJV so I did use the KJV um, where it's pertinent you know um, like in the very beginning of the book um, when I you know opened up and uh, I gave you the introduction I did use that because you know uh, the Lord Jesus when he said like in chapter Luke chapter 21 verse 28 it says this is KJV and when these things begin to come to pass then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh and all y'all old school folks out there who's been studying the rapture who's been studying eschatology all these years we all know that is concrete in your head in that translation your redemption draweth nigh and so I kept that and uh, I actually added that. So anyway, um, you know, I, I do pray that it will be a blessing. I pray that, um, you know, that if it, if it can glorify God, then that's all that I, that's all I wanted to do is just to glorify God, glorify the Lord and bring people to Christ. And so um, on the Kindle edition, I lowered the price to, I think it's four ninety nine. And so, um, and if you have Kindle Unlimited, like I said, it's free for you to read. Kindle Unlimited is free to read. I think that special will go through uh, mid-April. I'm not sure how long um, Kindle runs that for me. Um, but anyway, um, with that, um, I just kind of want to start this out and let you guys know. But I did order one, and I, I have it in my hand. And uh, 
uh, you know, very thankful um, to the Lord. Uh, you know, I, I just I just really do pray that it will bless bless somebody and encourage somebody and warn some other people. And maybe the Holy Spirit can use it to convict somebody um, who needs to be convicted. And uh, I'll probably do some reading on it later on, um, you know, in another episode or something. I may read a couple chapters or something. You know, I did the other book, um, When the Rapture Hits the Fan. I actually read that one um, on an episode. I read the entire book on the episode. So anyway, um, yeah, so guys, um, with that, I, I wanted to jump on today uh, with some sombering news. Um, if you guys are not from um, the United States of America, you may not have heard uh, that Mississippi last night was hit with a horrific, deadly storm tornado. Um, it was devastating, absolutely devastating at this time right now. 23 people have lost their lives, their earthly lives. And um, there are four people still missing. And so if uh, if you guys would like to or you're inclined to, I would ask that you would please pray for the state of Mississippi and not only for them, but for their family and their friends and for the ones that lived through it and survived. Um, I watched some drone coverage of it and um, the gentleman interviewed one of the one of the men who um, survived and he of course, was praising the Lord, giving God the glory, and giving Him thanks for another day. But his next door neighbors did not make it, and so he survived. They dug him out of the rubble, but like I said, his next door neighbors did not make it. And so I say this because you know you're you're not guaranteed your next breath. You're not guaranteed to make it through the night. You're not guaranteed to make it through the day. And if you don't know Christ as your Savior, if you have not asked Him to save you, um, today is the day of salvation. You need to make that decision. Uh, today before it's too late in other news i uh, i follow jp sears i don't know if you guys um, follow him or not but he's pretty funny um he's like this health dude you know he's always like buff and he's always promoting like this really cool um fitness stuff you know like uh proteins and you know that kind of thing but he's was not a christian and so it always had this awakening jp thing you know on his uh face uh, not facebook but on his youtube channel and i mean i watched him but then i was always praying like you know maybe one day he'll get saved you know maybe maybe well um today it popped up on my youtube thing says god god and i looked up and i was like whoa jp what's up and so he did a video on how he's moving towards christianity and um you know he can see the dark i mean everything evil in the world and he can kind of see all the differences and you know at first he was always like you know um, he was spiritual, but not religious. You know, he goes, I'm spiritual. You know, you it's the universe. It's not God, you know, and that kind of thing. And I was really happy to see that. I was really happy to see his, um, his uh, YouTube um, episode on that. But I was disheartened because he never mentioned Jesus Christ. Um, he didn't mention the Holy Spirit. Um, he didn't mention any of that. He mentioned God, but he didn't mention any of that or the steps that he took or salvation or anything like that and so um i had posted on there on his youtube channel i actually did a comment on there and uh let me see if i can pull it up here oh it's not gonna let me do that um so i, I did do a, a post on there asking him you know or telling him about you know the way to salvation you know through jesus christ and so you know and i'm not saying he hasn't Asked Christ to be your savior, repented of his sins, or whatever, but he didn't mention any of that in his video. And so, um, he did mention that he was leaning towards Christianity or that he was a Christian. 
And so he had Christian values, you know, and morals. And of course, you know, Christian values and morals are great, you know, and that's that's great and everything. But you you have to know what a Christian actually is. You have to know what steps you need to take to become a Christian. And um, and so that's what I think he's missing. And he may have done that. And I just didn't see it, haven't heard it, or he may not have said it. He may have said it somewhere else. I don't know. Um, but if you guys would pray for him and I just pray that he would uh, know what it means to become a, a Bible believing born again Christian Christ follower. And so we should pray that because a lot of people, you know, they talk about God. A lot of people talk about God, um, you know, but what God are they talking about? You know, um, a lot of people claim to follow God. A lot of people claim to be Christians, but are they Christians? Do do they know Jesus as their personal Savior? Have they repented of their sins? You know, have they asked Christ to save them? Um, have they turned their lives around? Have they, you know, started following Christ? Is, the, is their fruit show that they are a born-again Christian? And uh, I could always say this, and I'll, and I'll probably beat a dead horse, but Andy Stanley claims to be a Christian. We all know that Andy Sandy is not a Christian. The Bible says, the Bible says. Yeah, Andy, the Bible says. Um, so there's a lot of folks um, that claim to be Christian. Kenneth Copeland, that man is demonic, possessed by demons, probably multiple demons. Um, and, you, and, you know, you got to think about these things. And so, which brings me to another point. Okay, so there's a lot of them saying that, you know, in Christianity, we don't cast out devils anymore. We don't cast out demons. We don't do this Christ. That that ended, that, sec- that was secession or whatever. And a lot of Christians believe that. I don't believe that. I think we still do. Um, if you can still be possessed by a, a demon, which the Bible clearly says you can. If you look at Kenneth Copeland, you know that man is possessed, multiply possessed by demons. Uh, what hope is there for them if you can't cast out demons in the name of Jesus Christ? Um hello (laughs) and so that's another thing i always like to bring up you know when a lot of them say that 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 the signs you know from the apostles that they were that was it when they went up that was all that was all there was to it um and so no i don't really believe that i believe those signs you know are still active today now you know uh you got the benny hens and all these fake people making merchandise of you like the bible says i'll make merchandise of you i know merchandise of the gospel and uh you know what who was it was it janice what was his name um that was with the uh, with the uh i think it was timothy and don't quote me on that i can't think i'm thinking off the top of my head now uh but they were all you know preaching jesus and casting the power of the holy spirit and he goes give me this power i want this power i want to be saved and then he tried to sell it and there's like what and so of course you know your sin be upon you and so uh you don't want to mess with the holy spirit and so I think Kenneth Copeland and Andy Stanley's and the Joel Osteen's and his wife and all these people um, that proclaim to be Christians and they're not. You have the Beth Moores. You have all these people out there. Um, God is very long suffering and gracious. Um, as you look at these folks, you see what they're doing and they're just digging themselves deeper into the pits of hell with the way that they're saying things and leading people astray. And so, you know, what I I think about this thing is how long-suffering God is because He doesn't want anybody to perish in hell. He wants all to come to the saving grace of His Son, Jesus Christ, and to be saved and to repent of their sins and to accept Him and to be born again. Um, and so I look at the graciousness of God, and, you know, I look at these folks, and they won't, there'll come a day 
when Joel Osteen will die. There'll come a day when he'll either drop dead like a lot of people around the world are that took the jab uh, or I didn't even take the jab. You're going to die one way or another. And there'll come a day when Joel Osteen dies here on earth, when his earthly body dies. And then he will awaken to judgment. And that's what's going to happen. He'll either be in heaven or he'll be in Hades until, you know, of course, the thousand year reign of Christ is over. So you got you to gotta think about that, folks. It's very serious. It, there's no, um, you don't get no do-overs, okay? There's no second chances. There's no oopsies, you know. They, nobody can pray you out of hell. Nobody can pay you out of hell. You're in hell for eternity. Folks, we can't really fathom what eternity is to us as a word that means forever, you know. But when you okay, think about like the worst pain you have ever been in in your life, and then multiply that times like a hundred thousand, whatever million, whatever, and be like that for eternity, eternity, knowing that you rejected Jesus Christ, you rejected the only person who could save you, who died for you who died a horrific death for you and um, as we get ready to celebrate the death burial and resurrection of christ coming up in easter be mindful of these things you know be mindful of what christ actually did for us and um you know, don't leave people down this day this little prayer <laughs> get 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 your fire insurance I say that a lot and people think I'm a legalist. I'm not. I am totally not a legalist. I'm not a Pharisee. I'm not any nothing new, 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 new. But I don't want people to think they're saved and they're not. You know, I don't want people to live with that false assurance that somebody lied to them. That somebody lied to them and conned them and persuaded them into doing something and they really didn't know what they were doing. You know, you can ask Jesus to save you, you know, when you go to these Joel Osteen churches. But do you know what you're being saved from? Do you even know why you need a Savior? That's that's the whole point. When we when they preach the gospel. When we go to tell people about the good news. When you go into the Great Commission, folks. We are to go and tell everybody. All of us. That doesn't mean preachers. Doesn't mean the deacons. You know, that doesn't mean the Sunday school teachers. That means every Christian. Every you, me, grandmama, grandpa, everybody. Brothers, sisters, aunts, whatever. Cousins, friends, relatives, your worst enemy. doesn't matter. If you're a Christian, you're going to spend eternity together. But hey, like I said, you may be on one side of the universe and I may be on the other side of the universe. But I mean, you know, <laughs> we're going to be in heaven together. Do we make mistakes here on earth? Absolutely. We live in a fleshly body. We do. We fight. It's a war constantly going on. Um, and so I always use Apostle Paul when he says, why do I do what I don't want to do? And why can't I do what I want to do? You know, oh, save me from this body of death, this wretched body, you know. And uh, so that's the thing. If you don't know what you're being saved from, you know, what what what, what good is that going to do? What good is it going to do for you to pack the old Joe Osteen church? And God just wants you to live your best life now. And you're just like, oh, yes, that's what God wants. God wants me to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. That's what he wants. Yes, he just wants everything I touch to succeed. He wants gold to come out of the gold dust coming out of the vents. And he just wants us to lay on people's graves and soak up the, all this wickedness, people. Wickedness. Wickedness. If you follow Bethel, if you play Hillsong Christian music in your church, there's something not right. Your music leader does not have 
discernment. I'm going to throw that out there. And I know I'll probably get some emails and that, but I don't care. I don't care. There's enough out about Hillsong right now and Bethel right now, especially Bethel and Hillsong. They're the same thing. But I mean, I, um, it's it's there's so much out there about now. The demonic things that John Bill Johnson and them do. If you want to play that wickedness in your church, mm. and see, I have that issue because where I go to church, they do play that. Occasionally, they'll play a Bethel song, and I can I'll know it just like that. I will know it because the Holy Spirit is like, huh. And it can be the most beautiful song you've ever heard, you know, oh, you know, whatever. But you'll, I will know in my spirit that, ooh, nope. And I'll go look up on the screen and, yep, there it is, Bethel. Yep, Bethel. Uh, Hillsong, if you guys don't know how wicked, how wicked, wicked, wicked they are, uh, look at uh, Justin Peters' ministry and he'll tell you all about how wicked they are. John MacArthur, he's even mentioned them as well. And who else? Of course, Spencer Smith, brother Spencer Smith. Um, we'll tell you all about how we can. That's what got him started on his YouTube channel. Was he did a thing on Hillsong, and man, his channel just exploded after that. But it's the truth. It's the truth. He's got a book um, out there about Christian quote Christian rock and roll and how it's evil. Um, you know, we got away from the old hymns and we got into just wickedness. You got to remember that Satan was an archangel. His beautiful music. Think about what he did. And then think about what you listen to. Listen to the actual words of what they're saying. And do they ever say the name Jesus? And Or do they just say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'll listen this on and on and on and on. And what does the Bible say? Vain repetitions. Don't be like the heathen who do vain repetitions. So don't do those hymns that over and over. All they're doing is whipping these people up into like this 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 spiritual, you know, uh, like what he called where they can just transcend. You know, that's what they do. Look at watch them. Just watch them in their videos, you know, in Bethel and all that stuff. And if you if you ever look at Bethel, they're all they're flopping around like fish, and there's people screaming and they're laughing and they're drunk and they're shaking. Can, folks, that's the Kundalini spirit. That is a demonic spirit that is not the holy spirit that's not the holy ghost as we say in the old king james version that is the not the holy ghost and so when i did the uh my youtube uh video on tongues are tongues still relevant today or are they still biblical today i actually threw in some of hillsong and to tell you what tongues are not this is not biblical those are not but there are tongues that are biblical so you know but you have to have discernment you guys, if you don't read the Word of God, and if you don't have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you will not have discernment. You, just, you won't have it. And you have to even, even you could be a born-again, Bible-believing Christian and not have discernment. The book of James says you can ask the Lord for discernment, and He will give it to you, but you have to believe that you will receive it when you ask Him. You, know, you can't be well, flipping, flopping. You, know, you got to believe it. And so if you don't have discernment right now, I, I would I would ask you and, and implore you to pray to the Lord God and ask him to give you discernment. Because today, the days that we're living in right now are the most wicked, deceiving days ever. And they're only going to get worse. They're not going to get better. And if you can't look out into the world right now and tell that that vaccine is a bad thing, to tell it's a demonic, evil weapon being used by Satan to kill people then I don't know what to tell you because the proof is in the pudding. Um, it's already been proven. I mean, 
everybody's talking about it. It's all over the place. You just got to really dig for it. And now you don't even really have to dig for it because, you know, some of the mainstream media um, is actually reporting on how uh, deadly this vaccine has proven to be. And people are dropping dead, literally dropping dead like flies. And they're like, it's always been like this. Now they're trying to blame other things like the keto diet. That could cause you to have a that could cause you to have a massive heart attack, just drop dead. All these all these things they're trying to now blame it on. And uh things they've told you to do, but oh no, 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 now this is bad for you. This is terrible. This is killing you. All this stuff is killing you. When the truth is, folks, it is the vaccine that's killing people, the boosters are killing people. They're boosting their numbers of death, is basically what you can think of when you think a booster shot. Is boosting more people um, into eternity. But, um, you know, it's all out there. Now, if you really want to know the truth about that, you can find it. But if you're still following the lie, taking the bait, you know, the government's here to help me and that's what they're going to do. And, you know, take this little pill, eat this, you know, genetically modified food. Here's a hamburger that we made out of a dead cell from cancer, a cancerous cell. Here, eat this hamburger. Now that, folks, is out too. So those cells and these lab-grown meat is coming from cancerous cells. Cancerous cells. What more do you have to think that they're not trying to kill you? When I was a kid, I kid you not, <laughs> little play on words. When I was a kid, there was cancer was not like it is today. You didn't see people um, with cancer, with tumors, with, with everything. This, I mean, this is such an explosion in cancer since like the 80s and 90s just exploded especially after the 90s and um you know you don't remember that that wasn't so much and people are like well they just didn't know what to call it i'm like look people start living in their 80s and 90s and hundreds you know back then but now now it looks like um the 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 span of life is shortening from what it used to be and uh you know the pyramid that the government always told us you're gonna eat all this and eat this and eat forty-five thousand pounds of grains and grains and more grains and just shovel this food in but don't eat fat fat's bad for you fat causes heart attacks when the truth is (laughs) the truth is fat is good for you hello your body craves it your body uses it your body needs it hey look at all the people that do keto i do keto do keto to a limit because i have a chronic kidney disease but i do keto uh i do use i mean not grains but i use like vegetables because you know i love spinach my papa lied to me told me i should eat spinach and i'd be pretty i'm like papa (laughs) but that's okay i still love spinach you guys remember papa and olive (laughs) but anyway yes i do i do i like spinach i like corn i know my friend chad's like corn's not even a vegetable heather there's no nutrients in corn but actually there is there's like a there's a lot of fiber in corn. There's a lot of good stuff in corn. Vitamin C, vitamin A, you know, so you really get a, you get a look around for the stuff that you like. And I love potatoes. I am a carboholic, so I can't really say I do total keto. But for like three or four days a week, I do, you know, keto. I just eat meat. And so um, the, the thing is, you've got to look at where you're getting your meat. It needs to be organic. It needs to be grass-fed, especially if it's beef or any kind of meat, really. If you're eating goat or, like, whatever, just make sure it's organic. And, you know, uh, and they're they're out in the sunshine. and They're being treated like they should be treated humanely. And they're not cooped up in these warehouses. And that's what they call chicken. You know, they're free-range chicken. You have free-range, no sunlight, no nothing. They're just in this barn being injected with God knows what, being fed, who knows what. And so... Um, 
you really need to find like local farmers, local ranchers to buy your um, your meat products from. Um, you know, know where that know where that came from. They even know the name of the cow where I buy my beef from. He knows the name of the cows. I mean, you know, you really, really, you know, that's that's where you, that's the route you want to go. But because right now, I can guarantee I like Bobby from Flav City. You know, I, I love him. He's cra- He cracks me up. I love him. And um, he talks about Walmart organic fed beef a lot. I'm like, look, honey, <laughs> I I bought some organic, quote, fed, uh, grass fed um, beef from Walmart. I don't even know if that would be considered beef or not. It was not uh, what I was used to. And the whole thing going through the back of my mind was, what did Bill Gates put into this crap? You know? <laughs> and so you've got to have some confidence in the food that you're eating. Uh, but I always give thanks for my food. I always pray for my food. And I look at it this way. The Bible says that Jesus will um, cleanse our food. You know, he's going to, uh, we give thanks for, like he said, uh, they drink poison and it wouldn't kill them uh, when they were out spreading the gospel. And so, but you got to put your faith in God and give, give thanks for that. And I always know that he can supernaturally do anything. And so, of course, when I was eating that Walmart beef, I was like, Lord Jesus, no, <laughs> please, please, please bless this food. No, um. But really, uh, if you want to buy organic grass-fed beef from Walmart, be my guest. You know, go for it. I mean, I've done it. I've bought a few pounds from stocked them in the freezer, you know, because it's cheap. I'm okay. When times get rough, yeah, I may have to may have to resort to the to the Wally World beef. But, uh, you know, the main thing is, you know, try to go organic as much as you can. Cut out sodas. Cut out all that garbage, folks. Um, read the ingredients on your food. Because if you don't know what it is, chances are um, it's like monosodium glutinate. And they don't have to tell you that they're putting that in your food. They can change it into hydrolyzed soy protein. You're thinking, oh, soy protein. No, honey, that's not what that is. That's MSG. And uh, that's what they're putting into your food, folks. That causes cancer. That causes inflammation within your body. Um, Seed oils cause major inflammation in your body. Inflammation can lead to cancer. And so I say this um, in all lovingly as I can, because I have the same issues, you know, I, uh, could not figure out what was wrong with me after COVID. I ended up with like terrible, terrible digestive problems, stomach, GERD, all kinds of stuff. You name it. I had it. I tell you what, um, I got all the way down to 103 pounds, which is what I weigh now. And I'm like something, which, you know, I weighed like 130 to begin with, but I'm only like five foot one. So don't, you know, don't be like, oh my gosh, she's a little, no, I'm short and I'm very short. Anyway, (laughs) and, uh, but so a lot of this stems from inflammation. And when you start reading like seed oils, like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, sunflower seed oil, organic, that's got to be good for you. (laughs) That's what I thought. I'm an idiot. I was like, oh, and I started watching Bobby with Flav City and Dr. Eckberg and some other like uh, chiropractors and stuff on YouTube and started learning. Oh, this is bad. I'm going to tell you guys something. I had the beginning of macular degeneration in my eyes in one eye. And I've, I've been going to Dr. Cowan forever and ever and ever here in Amarillo uh, Advanced Eye Care. And so um, when they did that, there's just like a little retina thing that and I highly recommend if you ever go um, to your optometrist, it's 30 bucks. If you have insurance, I think it's like twenty nine ninety nine, whatever. Get that done. Get, come up with the money. Don't have coffee at Starbucks or wherever you go to get your coffee. Um, I prefer Dutch Brothers, by the way, or Roasters where I'm at locally. But Dutch Brothers, I really do like Dutch Brothers coffee. Oh, my gosh. If you all have a Dutch Brothers, oh, boy, that's some good stuff. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I highly recommend getting that scan done, that deep scan of your eyes. And that's how they found out that I had the beginning of 
uh, macular degeneration, and you could see it from the middle. It was coming out, and I was like, what's that white stuff? So anyway, he told me. And you know what they told me? I said, what can I do? What can I take? Nothing. There's nothing you can do. But yeah, later on, you know, there might be some vitamins or something. I'm like, later on? What am I going to wait? So guys, I went into, I am a researcher by heart. And so I went into research mode, and I started looking everywhere and anywhere I could find any information on it. And these chiropractors, guys, I'm telling you, they know the human body. Okay, and and most of them are Christians, so they know the human body. Now, you know, I have a chiropractor here in town, and I absolutely love him. I go to him. I've been going to him for years, you know. And, um, but you, you, you know, you really get to pay attention to what they tell you. Like your medical doctor, quote, practices medicine. What does your medical doctor do? What do they do? And you go and say, oh, you know, my stomach's upset. I'm nauseous. Take this pill. Okay. Let's run these tests. All right. Do they ever tell you like natural ways or they ever say, hey, uh, patient, what are you eating on a daily basis? What's, what's your diet look like? What do you eat? Have you been tested for allergies, food allergies, food intolerances, whatever? What do you eat on it? Do they ever ask you about your diet? Now, my doctor did, you know, of course. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little bit of what I've learned. And this is from Ultima, world-renowned. Um, but you're not going to hear this in your mainstream media. And you won't hear this from your optometrist. You're not going to. But I'm going to tell you what I learned in the research that I, I, I gleaned from this, from wisdom from the Lord. I prayed for discernment. I'm always asking the Lord to lead me. And the Holy Spirit will lead you into all righteousness but he's going to lead you in in the right path and uh so i started studying this stuff and i started looking at the stuff that i ate and tons of it tons of it had um sunflower seed oil safflower seed oil all these quote seed oils and i thought oh my gosh not that they were organic i thought oh, these are good for you no no they are not they are highly toxic highly inflammatory and carcinogenic to your body and so the way you know if you see cotton seed on all something burn it just burn it to the ground i'm telling you what cotton is for clothes we grow cotton here in texas we grow cotton on our farm and it's for clothing don't even don't just don't <laughs> um but the majority like all of these seeds that they in order to get the oil out of these seeds they have to heat this stuff to an extremely high temperature which is right then causing it to become carcinogenic because these seed oils are not meant to be you know heated up like that but they're heating them up that high to get them out so the manufacturing process to get these seed oils they use solvents which is a chemical to get these uh to get these seed oils out and so um very very uh carcinogenic toxic to your body so if you see get do not i don't care and the funny thing is you can buy a bag of almonds and look on the back almonds and it says almond sunflower oil why are you putting sunflower oil in my bag of almonds you know why, why do i what so think about that the oils that you want are co- like avocado oil um olive oil something that you squeeze and the oil comes out that's good that's good for you and another thing go back to whole food most of the stuff in the grocery store is processed beyond belief it is over processed under processed anything you buy it has weed or anything it's going to say enriched well what do you mean by in which means they have stripped all of the nutrients from that wheat and then they put in chemicals or whatever to replace that but i make mention of all this to let you guys know so i went an entire year an entire year without any seed oil no sunflower oil no safflower oil no flaxseed no none of that oil no oil 
um, except for bacon grease. Tell you what, bacon grease is good for you. <laughs> Even beef tallow is good. Um, butter, butter is good for you. I can't have butter because I have uh, an allergy to milk protein, and so unfortunately. But um, man, I tell you what, I used to use butter on everything. But so I went an entire year, an entire with no seed oil, no safflower, no nada, nada. I used olive oil. Um, avocado oil I use stuff like that I just actually just didn't use much oil at all because I ate whole foods and so I ate beef I grilled beef I cooked beef I pressure cooked beef that's how I cook my beef I just cook it however I can cook it because I mean I love beef anyway we're the beef capital of the world <laughs> but uh so beef bacon all that good stuff right I still have pork links you know I have sausage in the morning and so I did all of that. I ate the organic. Now, the organic sausage, organic beef, and um, uncured is the way you want to go. You don't want cured bacon or anything. Those are nitrates. Not, those are chemicals that they're adding into those. Uh, if you listen to some of the people on YouTube, they're like, oh, it's okay. Your body produces that anyway. Yeah, well, your body naturally. There are some foods that produce it naturally occurring, of course. But when you have to chemically use a chemical uh to use the same you know, the nit you know, nitrites and nitrates um that's not good for you that stuff isn't good for you so try to get the uncured bacon or that kind of thing uncured pork links whatever stuff that hasn't been you know chemically treated or preserved so i try to go with the best stuff that's that's least processed uh has no preservatives and so i went the entire year just eating whole real food and so when i went back um, and of course we prayed of course my church prayed i was praying um you know, my friends and family were praying and so went back a year later wasn't even thinking anything about it i was just thinking i wonder how worse it's gotten or maybe it's not gotten any worse you know and dr cowan um they did the the scam and then uh next thing you know we're sitting in there and he's got like a new girl i guess he's training you know and anyway they're talking and he goes i can't believe this and i was like what he goes i've never seen this happen before and i was like what he goes i don't know how to explain this so i'm like what <laughs> anyway so uh the um macular the spot of the macular generation was gone it was gone it wasn't there and so he pulled up last year's photo or image to this year's image and he searched like both eyes he's like i i can't believe this there's no explanation for how this happened none why well, attribute it to god of course absolutely um the lord jesus healed me absolutely believe that and you know and jesus is going to heal you in, in a, a number of ways he can heal miraculously supernaturally he can heal you and he can also give you discernment and wisdom and lead you in the path that you should go to gain knowledge or to do research to find things that was going to heal you and so he he gave us all of this stuff he gave us the food he gave us all of these wonderful things and i believe that the food that god has given us and the the vitamins and the macronutrients and all of these things he he gave us to heal our bodies as well and so he made us and he made these nutrients and vitamins and you know these things he made all of this and so you know we have to um, look at the word of god and then we need to pray about it and then you know 
see what we can find out. And so, um, you know, I attribute to the Holy Spirit, you know, all, all glory to God. He did heal me. Absolutely. And I'm so thankful for that. And he also gave me wisdom and discernment and knowledge and understanding. You know, if you pray for that, especially in Proverbs, um, you're going to have a better understanding. And so I wanted to share with you guys uh, what I learned, what I found out. I have not gone in this year um, to have my uh, test done. I need to go in. I'm already, they sent me an email. I am past due. So I need to go in. I'll give you guys an update. But I'm kind of, I'm leery about going in because I tell you what, guys, I have uh, not followed the regimen this year. I kind of fell off the wagon, so you say. Um, <laughs> and so I'm a little leery. Uh, the chips that I like so well have the safflower oil in it and the sun, all this garbage in there. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And so um, I've reverted back uh, over the last month or two months. I stopped um, eating anything with safflower oil or sunflower oil. And I went back to Whole Foods like avocados. There's this really, really great company actually based in Roan, Texas. And um, it's called uh, Yotel. Yotirno or something like that. I'll have to get. I'll put. I'll try to get the link on the bottom. I'll put it in the description. Um, I'm terrible with names, but anyway, they have actual avocados. Nothing in them. It says half avocados. That's it. And they hand scoop them. So I talked to one of the representatives there, or the spokesperson there. I emailed her um, with the company, and um, yeah, so it's hand scooped avocados, and I was like, wow. And uh, very impressed. Very good. Very good stuff. So that kind of stuff is good for you. You know, but you want to do whole foods, whole eggs, whole chicken. You know, get the chicken. Buy the chicken from somebody you know. You know, go to, like we have a store here. It's called Eat Right. You got to eat right to feel right um, with the Cunninghams. And so they've been there since like the 50s. And so they have a registered dietitian there. And so if you ever go in and you have questions like, I have this going on or that going on, well, they're going to tell you food-wise, nutrient-wise, uh, macro or, or nutrients or vitamins, how you can naturally treat that without going to the doctor and popping another pharmacaea sorcery drug. Okay, so that's a big thing you need to learn. And I need to learn and I need to like... Uh, really, really stick to my guns on that and just revert to that. And so I do take, uh, I do take one med, um, that I can't get away with. I have to take it. There's no other way around it. My doctor's like, you got to take it. I mean, if I don't, my heart jumps up to like 160 beats a minute and I'm just sitting here eating popcorn and Cheetos watching TV. My heart's racing at 160. So no, I do have to take that pill. But if you ever had something natural to, to fix that, um, I would definitely take it, but that's the only thing I take. And uh, if you guys don't know me personally, um, I used, I tell you what, when I was in college, I mean, everybody's got their baggage. Everybody has their sin baggage that they carry with them. And uh, I was a drug addict back in college and um, I used cocaine uh, like it was water. And so, you know, I remember one day um, I had woke up and I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. If I keep this up, I'm going to die. And I had pneumonia. And a friend of mine had come over. We'd been partying the night before. And she gave me, like, it was a pain pill. I think it's called Medrin or something. I can't remember the name of it. But it works on the pain sensor in your brain. And so anyway, I popped that pill. Man, we just kept on partying. You know, I felt no pain. I felt so good after that. I mean, I woke up the next morning. And I was like, oh, man, I felt bad. I couldn't breathe. Um, anyway, and I was like, I'm telling you, 
and, uh, and it's by the grace of God that I'm still alive today. And he saved me so many times. I can't tell you how many times I deserved to have died a long time ago, many times. And uh, but by the grace of God, my mom said, uh, "By the grace of God, go I." And so I write that in every uh, into the every Bible that I have around the back page. By the grace of God, go I. And so um, he saved me. And I remember um, I prayed. And I was like, Lord Jesus, please help me. You know, please forgive me. You know, please forgive me. And I repented of my sins. And I asked him to help me uh, to conquer that addiction. Please help me. And, you know, I never, uh, never wanted to touch cocaine again. Never wanted to line. Never, never even missed it. Never missed the beat. And that's how powerful the Holy Spirit is. That is how powerful Jesus Christ is. Um, Because when he forgives you and, and, and delivers you, he delivers you. Let me tell you. And uh, another thing I always, uh, I drank, I drank a lot during high school, drank a lot during college. Um, you know, I'd, I'd had my bouts with alcohol and I'd party a lot, you know, or I'd go out and drink and, or I'd, you know, whatever. And, uh, I remember back in my late twenties, you know, I didn't drink, I bartended, but I didn't drink as a bartender. And so in my late twenties, I, um, I started drinking again and, um, you know, the Lord delivered me, um, from that. I remember, uh, I, uh. Uh, my mom was really sick like I, I probably had told you guys before and I was driving back and forth and you know just I was so um so mentally drained and just so um I don't know how to explain just so hurt and so lost you know I just you know I was a believer I was saved you know and that's what I'm saying even as a even as a saved Christian you can still backslide so don't think that once you're saved, you're never going to sin again or you're never going to whatever. Life does happen. But the point is, when it does happen, you have got to come back to God. You have to repent and you have to come back and ask God to save or not save you, but you have to ask him to forgive you. Because once you're saved, truly born again, saved, you're always saved. You know, you don't have to keep asking to be saved again over and every time you sin. You don't have to ask that. But you do have to ask for repentance. And so I, I, I tell you this because you can break fellowship with God. You can break fellowship with God. If you're living in sin, you can break fellowship with God. And I'm telling you, your life is miserable. And it's like that for a reason because he's chastising you. He chastised those, the one he loves. If he didn't, he'd leave you off in your sin just having a ball. But that's not what he does. He does that. He chastises us to bring us to repentance, to bring us back home. And, um, and I'm so thankful for that. I woke up, and I'll tell you what, I had drank a bottle of Merlot the night before, and I woke up, you know, sick, sick, sick. And I thought I was, like, throwing up blood. You know, I was like, oh, my gosh. And so um, if anybody's ever heard of wet brain, I mean, that's probably the closest I'd ever been to something like that. I couldn't think straight. I couldn't. I mean, it was the weirdest feeling ever, and I was having to go um, get our horse moved because it was a long story. But anyway, it was very stressful, very stressful time in my life. And I had made that decision April 23rd, 2008, that I would stop. That was it. And I did. I quit drinking April 23rd, 2008. And then um, I come around about 2019, my best friend, my better half, my, uh, you know, my, my uh, pain in the butt. Anyway, um, Bill ended up with pancreatic cancer. And, um, you know, I just, I had a really rough time with that. And I didn't drink a long time, so it wasn't like a month drawn out thing. But I did slip one weekend and, uh, you know, one Sunday. And I just, you know, I mean, it happens. I can't say this. That was, uh, so December uh, the 6th of uh, 2019, 
uh, was my last time to uh, to make that uh, devastating, um, regretful decision. And so it just takes once. You know, it just takes one time. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you, I tell you all this stuff because, you know, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Always. We are sinners and we're never, ever going to be perfect. We're never, ever going to not sin again until Christ comes and takes us home. But the whole point is, if you do sin, if you do fall back into something like that, to repent, to repent, immediately repent and ask God to forgive you. And you know what? He will. As far as the east is from the west is how far he has forgiven you. Um, remembers your sin he's blotted them out remembers them no more but I say this because you have to repent of your sin you can't just brush under the table and keep going because nothing in your life is going to go right God's not going to let up the Holy Spirit will continue to convict you until you repent now he's not condemning you he is convicting you of your sin and uh, so anyway I just wanted to share all that with you guys tonight uh, not a lot of headlines not a lot of headlines, but there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, but, uh, you know, anyway, um, with that, guys, I'm going to get off of here. So, um, as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And uh, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Anyway, thanks you guys so much for listening. And may God bless each and every one of you. And, uh, man, I tell you what, get out there and tell the world about Jesus while we still can. Bye.